Welcome along to episode 724 of the Mill Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, we have the amazing Leslie Joseph letting us know all about her appearance in Sister Act at the Grand. Also at the Grand, Do You Believe in Ghosts? Julian Wolford letting us know all about that show. Elise Evans is along to let us know about the latest from Anthem Voices and their performance at the Dormston Mill Theatre. And we have a natter with Mike Dixon from Huddle Pets, all about what's going on in store and a very special competition they're running too. That's all on the way on the show this week. Welcome to the milk bar. 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 With Sister Act at the Wolverhampton Grand from the 5th through to the 10th of June, it is going to be an all-singing, mostly dancing, it's extravaganza of fun, and it tells a story too. Somebody who for some reason seems to be playing Mother Superior, and I didn't realise she was quite old enough, is Leslie Joseph, who joins me now. Good afternoon. <laughs> no, I'm not old enough, actually. Not at all. Uh, yes, good afternoon. How are you? I'm all right, and I hope we find you well and enjoying life back on the road again, because you, you just don't seem to stop, do you? There's constantly something going on. Well, what's so bizarre is that we're back with this that was, I think, scheduled for about two years ago. And then obviously because of COVID, all had to be put off. And it's just going so wonderfully well because I think people just adore, adore the show. I mean, the word that keeps coming up is joyous. So, um, and, and for all of us on stage as well, we sort of lost two years really of performing. And so everybody was sort of desperate to get back because we love theatre. And uh, yeah, it, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, and it is a wonderful show. It is, it's a lovely production. I'm, I'm loving it. Absolutely. And uh, so it is a show which is just so feel good. And although the music is different to the yeah. movie, actually, this more than makes up for it with the amazing songs you got a whole lot get to sing. Well, the thing about this is it's Alan Menken. And those who know their Disney will know that he is the world's greatest composer of these sort of Disney type songs. He's absolutely wonderful. And he came, we did it at the Eventum Apollo in London uh, over last summer. And uh, he came once and then he loved it so much. He came back again. Now, I mean, he is just I mean, <laughs> up there with the gods, as far as I'm concerned with music. Um, yeah, it's lovely. I quite like the fact that their new songs are not the same as the film. Um, it, the songs are absolutely wonderful. I mean, I can't describe what they're like. You'd have to come and see them. But yeah, it's it's wonderful. It, it really is. And it tells a story. And it's not really all singing and dancing. It tells a story as well. And I think the reason why people relate to it so much, it tells a story of community. And it's how somebody from one world comes into a community that is so alien to everything they've ever known and how both sides gradually relent and sort of find by the end that it's all about humanity and about caring and sharing. And uh, it does tell a story, as well as having a lot of singing and dancing nuns in it. <laughs> well, you can't go wrong with singing and dancing nuns. I mean, do you get to kick your you feet can't. up in the air? I'm reminding... You know what's so lovely? You know with Rocky Horror, when people come dressed as, as the Rocky Horror characters, uh -huh. and of course with this, sometimes you look out, well, quite often you look out, and there'll be a group of nuns in the audience. And then we always think, <laughs> are they real or are they just in fancy dress? It, and then sometimes you see them queuing up outside the theatre to get in, wearing nuns' costumes, and or maybe they're real nuns, I don't know. And when we were in um, Dublin, some nuns did come to see it, and they invited us back for tea afterwards, and that was lovely. 
so yeah, it's it's just great fun. It really is. But you have been in a real life convent then, because uh, that, that, so that's that's not something you ever considered as a kid, was it? Going into uh, into the church in that way? I don't. I don't think so. Not a nice Jewish girl going into a convent. Um, <laughs> but no. But but I tell you what, I'm I'm quite spiritual, and I love churches, and I love that sort of quiet, wonderful atmosphere that you get where you can take yourself onto another plane and you might light a candle to remember somebody who's passed away. And, you know, I, I do love those sort of meditative atmospheres, really. So this, for me, there's a, there's a few moments in it which are quite, yeah, quite spiritual, really. And, and I love that. I love being able to go from broad comedy um, into something where suddenly the audience go very quiet and you realize that, you know, you're in, on a different sort of plane, really. Um, it's one of those shows that can change very quickly and it's lovely. I love it. And uh, you've actually graduated into the Mother Superior role though, haven't you? I did. And I was really lucky in London I was playing because Jennifer Saunders was booked to do Mother Superior and I came to do Mary Lazarus, which is great fun. It's the rapping nun. And um, I found lots of humour in it and had, yeah, great fun. But then when it went on road, on the road, I thought it would be nice to uh, to play a different part. Um, and yeah, it's lovely. It, it's it, it it's just there's so much to find in so many of these parts. All the nuns have these wonderful characters. You know, Martin of Tours is sort of slightly mad and in her own world. Um, you know, Mary Patrick is is very all over the place and, and and very full on and very happy and very joyous and you know and then you get Mary Robert played by Lizzie B who is very shy and she's a postulant and by the end she suddenly finds her voice and challenges Mother Superior where she says I, I want to live the life I've never led I've always been in this convent I, I want to find my life um, and if you don't you know agree with what Dolores is going to do to help us then I'm going to leave with her so. Yeah, there's some great stuff in it, and some great nuns' characters. But I've been very lucky to play two parts. And you get some great co-stars in this one. I mean, Sandra Marvin as Dolores, absolutely awesome. Oh, she really is. I mean, every night I sort of sit backstage and listen to it. Oh, I wish I could sing like that. Um, and there's a lot of good songs for her and some high notes. And, yeah, she's she's wonderful. She's absolutely wonderful. and And she's a fabulous actress as well. And, uh, you know, it's lovely playing those scenes when she first comes in and she's dressed outrageously in a very, very short purple sparkly dress with very high purple boots and sort of fishnets on and huge hair and too much makeup. Has she been borrowing your wardrobe? I think she has, darling, yes, <laughs> borrowing Dorian's wardrobe. Um, and then she comes against this nun and so the scene between the two of them looking at each other from totally different worlds and how they gradually yeah get into the same world really but yes sandra's fabulous and and lizzie b stops the show with her number in the second half the life i never led um fantastic voice so yeah we've got some good people well you can see why it's uh, olivier award nominated production and uh, it is yeah. an absolute smash hit with uh, say uh, the, the the cast the story the songs it absolutely does have it all and it's got a habit to wear too so you you can't go wrong <laughs> you can't you can't go wrong when in doubt wear a habit <laughs> absolutely and you're back in wolverhampton it must be great for you to visit a city that you've been to numerous times in the past and uh, do, do you have any haunts when you're here yeah no it's a lovely theater i've done did I do Panto with Don McLean in Wolverhampton last, I think, which was a few years ago. 
Um, I don't think I've been back since then because, of course, the two years that we didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I like Wolverhampton Theatre. It's beautiful, beautiful theatre. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And you must come and see it. I, well, I will be there. We want everyone else to get along to. Grandtheatre.co.uk to book your tickets or 01902 429212 for the box office. Check out availability. It is the 5th through to the 10th of June. It's Sister Act. It is awesome. Amazing star over both West End TV and everything else that you get up to as well. Leslie Joseph, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. And nice to talk to you. On Saturday the 10th of June, there's going to be beautiful sounds coming from the Dormston Mill Theatre. It will be Anthem Voices. Elise Evans is here to tell me more about their two shows. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing, Jace? I'm all right. You're keeping out of trouble. Well, never. Never for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I can't believe it's been a year since we last spoke. That's crazy. I know, I know we nearly had a natter earlier on this year, but things didn't quite go to plan, no. did they? We no. won't talk about the, the gig that moved. But <laughs> uh, you've got this uh, brilliant summer show. Each year you bring some amazing talent to the stage. And the best bit is it's all people who want to be there for the passion in performing. And that, mm. and that just really shows it off when it comes to the, the music they sing. Yeah, absolutely. We're so lucky, really. We've got over 60 singers now at Anthem Voices Choir, which is amazing. So we uh, we like to show off what we've been working on for the past, you know, six to nine months. And and it's just nice to be able to have a group of people that love to sing. That is what it's about. We're not auditioned, you know, we're not professional. We just have over 60 singers who love what they do. And it's about being part of that group as well as making the amazing noise that they all make. And Mm. do they have input into some of the songs that you choose as well? Because it's a bit democratic, but you you do like to lead. I am the leader. No, they don't. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, they always send me great suggestions. And that's the brilliant thing about what we do is... Um, we we have a really wide range of repertoire. I mean, we do everything from pop songs to musical theatre to rock to soul a cappella. So we, we always get some great suggestions. But we felt this year we wanted to do something a little bit different. And that led us to thinking, well, what if, we, what if we were to do a theme? What about if we were to do a concert that was packed full of songs Ooh. based around a certain theme? And then that obviously brought us to where we are now. And that's why we're doing a whole host of songs that have all been featured in the movies. So some great classics from the world of cinema, but in their entirety, not just sometimes the little bits you hear during uh, the, the film itself. <laughs> and, and But I mean, the, the film soundtracks are absolutely huge, even to this day, whether it be a Spotify playlist or you're still buying a physical CD in some cases. Mm. And I think people love to hear the music. Yeah, yeah, they do. They really do. I think, you know, it, it was hard actually to try and, pick just we I think we've got about how many I think we've got about 12 ensemble numbers and that was really hard to try and choose 12 of the best songs from the movies there's going to be some stuff in there you are expecting there's going to be some that you're not so it's well worth coming along to just for that but you're not you're not doing the one that goes from Jaws that's not there is it it's going to be more tuneful than even that well yes that's tricky to sing along to Jason I don't know that in four-part harmony we could try and then, okay, there's a challenge for you, maybe uh, as, an, as an encore. We'll see how that goes. But the, 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 the whole group is about having fun. When are you meeting these days and where is it all happening? 
Yes, we're in Aldersley now. So we made the move during COVID. We lost our previous venue. So we're now at Christ the King Church in Aldersley on Penderford Avenue, which is such a beautiful space. We're so grateful to have it. Uh, Great acoustics, of course, with it being a church, which is awesome. Um, And we're still in Wolverhampton. But what's brilliant is we like to spread our wings. And we last year we were part of the Commonwealth Games. So we did the opening ceremony. So we were rehearsing a lot in Birmingham. Um, Obviously, this time we're coming over to Dudley Way, essentially for the Dormston Mill Theatre. So we get around, Jay. So we're based in Wolverhampton. (laughs) Wolvo and proud but our members come from all over as well we've got members that travel from Wensbury uh, from Sandwell we've got members that come from the other side of Wolves so we are very lucky in that we sort of everyone gravitates towards us in Wolves but we span out in lots of different directions you you know the reason why they do that don't you I don't know it's you (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. I think they just love to sing and they love it. You know, it's not just we've spoken before about this. It's not just about performing. We have a real social element of being part of Anthem Voices Mm -hmm. as as people do in most choirs. It's really important that we keep those social relationships and we do lots of parties and get togethers throughout the year as well, which is really nice. Uh, Yeah, no, I think, again, that's another part of it, isn't it? It's not just about singing. You're a group of friends who happen to sing, happen to be blooming good at it and do concerts throughout the year. and. Yeah, I mean, looking back to the Commonwealth Games, I mean, that must have been absolutely amazing to be part of that. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's almost been a year. It was just, it was full on, don't get me wrong. It was a mad couple of months, but we just had the best time. And I was doing something else during the opening ceremony. I was there, but I wasn't actually with the choir, but I was actually watching them on a monitor screen in my little box. And I, I couldn't get over. I just, the, I was so proud. It was the proudest moment of, as be, of being part of Anthem Voices, I think, ever to see them sing the national anthem with the now king. It was just absolutely amazed him. Oh, uh, absolutely phenomenal stuff. Give us all the details on the gig at Dormston Mill and how we get tickets. So it's Lights, Camera, Anthem. It's happening on Saturday, the 10th of June at the Dormston Mill Theatre in Sedgley. Uh, two shows, one at 2.30pm, one at 7.30pm. Tickets are £14 adults and £8 for under 12. So hopefully an affordable night out of great musical talent. Uh, a 60 plus strong choir on stage, belting out some of your favourite songs from the movies. And uh, yeah, we'd really love you to come along. The website to go to, if you would like to come along, is ct.co.uk. UK forward slash lights camera anthem all in so, one word so that's the important bit for the gig and if people want to become part of the choir can they get the information on the night yeah absolutely or, or even we put it all in our programs if you are looking if you like what you're hearing what you see or if you've seen us on social media just get in touch we're on all of the social platforms facebook twitter and instagram anthem voices we've also got a website as well which is anthemvoices.co.uk all the details are on there if you're looking to join a choir we're going to be taking on some new members after the summer show so it'll be great fun to be part of. And it, it's it's all singing abilities and you, yeah. you're part of a choir. You're there to enjoy yourself. And there's mm-hmm. a bit of coaching that'll happen too. So if, you, if, yeah. you're, if you're a couple of little bits out, you, you'll learn how to do it right. And that, yeah. that's, that's the fun bit. Well, Elise, always good to speak to you, leader of Anthem Voices. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Jason. See you soon. On the 2nd of June, they'll be asking the question, do you believe in ghosts at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre? To tell us more about an intriguing show, I'm joined now by Julian Wolford. Uh, he is a director and co-writer. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I hope we find you well and ready to uh, to, to maybe uh, get people on the edge of their seats in the theatre. I hope so. That's what we're hoping for. It's going to be a fun night of uh, ghost stories and uh, spooky goings on. So, yeah. So, but this is a, a ghost story like no other, isn't it, really? This is something new that's been brought to the theatre. 
It is. It's quite. Um, it's a combination of old school ghost storytellings and uh, some quite contemporary things as well. So, uh, and it's it's really about. Um, it draws on the really kind of rich vein of uh, theatre ghosts. So it's all. It's a show about the ghosts of performers and the ghosts that haunt theatres around the country. Yeah, because when we have a, a quiet time in a theatre, and then maybe let's look back to the uh, the coronavirus pandemic, theatres yeah. go dark, but they never go completely dark because you always leave a ghost light. And we do indeed. I mean, I, I've worked in theatre all my life, and you walk in in the morning if you're the first person in, and there's a light there on stage. Um, normally, a kind of uh, a bit like a standard lamp without a without a um, a shade on it, and. Uh, that's the ghost light and the first person to go in in the morning turns it off and then the day can begin in the theatre but it's uh yeah I think if you if you spend time I think I'm, I'm very really aware that if uh, that, that for um uh, uh, most people don't get to be in theatres when they're not an audience member and it's quite a different feeling when you're when you're in a theatre and there's no audience there there's no one there to see the show there's people there you know to uh, that are that are working there during the day, and particularly if you're kind of the first one in or the last one out, then uh, you you can really feel that spirit of a uh, kind of there's a kind of energy of people that have been been there on stage and and things that have gone on before. Well, yeah, but I mean, theatres like the Grand have got so much history, so many thousands of performers who've appeared on that stage over you know, more than a hundred years, and you know it it is as if some of the masters are still with you. You stand on stage. You know who stood there before you. you when I've hosted things there, you get an amazingly warm feeling from a theatre like the Grand. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it, it's interesting. We're, we're playing this show in, in kind of old theatres, new theatres. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays in, in different places. But I think when you, when you do go into somewhere that's got a real history, like a long history, and you get that sense of, those shows that have been there before and the kind of great artists that have played and and the the and also out to even things like um uh, kind of local amateur companies and that kind of thing as well it's like you know there it's a it can be a place that anyone can be but at the same time you feel like you're sharing the space with really important people from the past famous people from the past so it's a, it's certainly a really interesting kind of, uh, you know, it's a part, a really interesting part of our theatre history, I think, as well. But we we reached the point though, and it needs to know a little bit about what to expect on stage. Well, um, it's a it's a very real show in that we're working with. I mean, I, I say I'm a co-writer, but it's really we're working with two um, paranormal investigators on this show. So there, we're actually investigating all the theatres that we go around on on tour. Um, so we'll be doing a bit of investigating at, at Wolverhampton at the, at the time that we're there. Um, and it's really been about taking their experiences and uh, turning them into a stage show so that there's um, there's uh, stories about certain theatres and then there's also the stories of the investigations that they've done in in theatres around the country. They've been, been around the country and been looking at some theatres in the West End and um, and they've been doing some investigations. So it's really about the stories of those investigations and the things that, that have gone on in those theatres. And uh, with the uh, the Grand Lavender Lady, and also uh, I think there is a, a former theatre manager who frequents parts of the building as well. Mm -hmm. You've got quite mm -hmm. a lot to work with there. 
there is quite a lot to work with and um yeah and i i think there'll be some surprises for people and some uh uh there's there's certainly some uh some tricks up our sleeve to give you a really a really spooky night out it should be an evening that makes you jump a bit every now and then you know as well it's kind of it's it's quite quite sensory i think well, the show is already on limited availability, so you need to make yeah. sure you get your tickets quick. 01902 is a box office number, grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets. Or if you know somebody on the other side, they may be able to sneak you in anyway. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting show. Uh, stories of, uh, of, of theatre ghosts from the grand and beyond and the intriguing world of the great beyond brought to the stage. It's going to be yeah. amazing. I mean, Julian Wolford... Thank you for joining us for a chat and have a, a great Pleasure. time and uh, break a leg, but don't break the ghost light when you're on stage at the Grand. Exactly. All right. Thanks very much. Lovely to see you. Can't wait to be in, in Wolverhampton. Hogle Pets have got a brand new competition letting their customers and people who buy into the competition win a brilliant prize all to tie in with some excellent work they're doing alongside the foundation at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Mike Dixon's here to tell me more. Hello, sir. How are you, buddy? You okay? I'm all right. You keeping out of trouble? Yeah, trying to anyway. <laughs> well, first of all, congratulations on the work that you're doing alongside uh, the team at Molyneux, uh, as you are now part of the, the community of work that's been done by the foundation. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we're doing a bit of um, work with the Wolves, and then we're going to team up as well with the uh, Wolves Foundation to try and sort of do a bit more for everyone in Wolverhampton. They do some brilliant work um, and we fit together really well in so many different ways. Um, it just makes sense to partner up on a few projects. So interesting to see what comes over the next few weeks and months. But the exciting thing is at the moment, you have a raffle for a signed wolf shirt. So that's going to be well worth looking at and people can nip into store to see the prize. Yeah, absolutely. So what we've got at the moment is we've got um, a first team signed shirt with a certificate of authenticity. And what we're doing is if you spend £40 or more in store on any standard purchase, you get a lucky dip in there. But if you're not a pet owner or, or you want to have some extra goals, you can pay a £5 lucky dip um, and you get extra entry. We're running it till the end of June and um, all the uh, proceeds are going to go towards our community work. Absolutely. And of course, uh, the best in the community doing great work. The likes of the community aquarium, for starters, are an absolute godsend to so many. And it's just such a, a wonderful place to come and visit. And with the new aquatics area and everything else, that, including the sensory room, this is just something which is at the heart of uh, the community in Wolverhampton now. And so many thousands of people are using it each year. Yeah, that's right. I think we're just doing a few, um, we were looking at a few numbers the other day and I think up till this point, we're over 12,000 people have been through over the last three years now using the um, different facilities that we have. So it's really making a big impact locally. And obviously people are coming through store not only to look after their own pets, but also to to, to see those that are going to help people relax and really get the, the most out of life. And animals make such a huge difference to everyone, don't they? Yeah, yeah, massively. I mean, the, the, the work that we've done, in the community with the animals and the therapy side have, have had so much impact and they've done so much good. Um, it really is a massive uh, benefit, including them in people's well-being and um, just generally, if you've even got your own pet at home, getting the dog out and having a walk, you always feel better after it. You never feel worse after taking the dog out for a walk. So yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a great thing to do. All good for you. Uh, but uh, uh, I know that you're looking after as much of the community as you can down there as well, and that includes the uh, special deal that you have for OAPs on Wednesdays. Yep, so every Wednesday morning from half eight um, till 12, we do an additional discount for OAPs. So don't get offended if you uh, 
you get asked your age if, if you're eligible. Um, but yeah, it, it's just an extra 10% off in store every Wednesday morning um, just to just to help a little bit if they've got pets and things. We all, we all understand the cost of living shot through the roof. So it's just a little bit of a, our way of just helping um, that segment of, of, of our uh, community. And it's a community is at the heart of what you do, but you're a family owned business, as we've said before. And, and I think it's a novelty these days to be able to shop with people who are passionate about what they do. And it is directly those people who are, are making the difference. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it isn't the um, the norm, obviously, with the big corporations. But yeah, we're really proud of what we do and just keep trying and keep going. So where do people find you to come along, uh, maybe buy into uh, the, the draw, or if they're spending 40 quid or more, get that uh, free entry. And, of course, come along and not only enjoy the community space that you have there, but also pick up some great deals for their pets. Yeah, so it's uh, Huggle Pets on Cooper Street, uh, Wolverhampton, and it's WV22JL. Um, we're just around the corner from uh, Monmore Green Racetrack and not far from East Park. Um, so yeah, pop us into Google and you'll find us really easily on good bus routes and near the Priestfield tram stop. And when it comes to the work that you're doing uh, with the likes of uh, the team at Molyneux and also uh, all the other parts of the community activity, there are a number of different hashtags and, and apps we're looking at on the social. So how do we find you on all of those? So if you just search for Huggle Pets, um, you'll find us on pretty much all the socials. And then if you directly want to look at our community work, it's Huggle Pets in the community on Facebook. And you can find out all the great stuff we're doing in the community there. And there's loads of content. Uh, not only your guys messing about when they're letting you know what's great in store on the main page, but also yeah. all the brilliant stuff that uh, you're doing for the community and a chance to see a snapshot of it. And the uh, the, the actual sensory uh, room and all the other items can be booked for community groups to use as well, can't they? And uh, there's obviously the criteria surrounding all that, but they can find out more online as well? Absolutely, yeah. So if you're looking for things for your pets, just hugglepets.co.uk. And if you're looking for our, anything to do with our community work, head over to hugglepetsinthecommunity.co.uk and there's loads of information there and you can find out about everything that we do. What well, Mike Dixon of Huggle Pets, as ever, thank you for joining us. Cheers, Jason. Thank you, mate. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 725 next week. I'll see you then. For for now. Goodbye from the mill bar. Goodbye from the milk bar. Goodbye from the milk bar. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.